Hey guys, you're listening to Indie Portly. We are your hosts Ayushman and Richa. Like all our previous episodes, we talk with amazing talented musicians from our Indian indie industry. Today, we are joined by two amazing individuals who have been in this field for so long, have done so much. Like ye log us us jagah pahunch gaye hain jahan pe jo naye youngsters hain, unko bolte hain, yaar, they have done amazing work. I'm I'm not trying to make you guys feel old but this is the truth <laughs> that that's where you have reached in your particular musical niche so we are joined by Riju Das Gupta from the Albatross he's the lyricist the bassist karta dharta band ke as well as joined by Varun Panchal from the Carnage INC another amazing band that we all have heard or nahi suna hai तो पहले तो ऐसा करो एक माइंड में लाओगी डुबकी भर पानी में डूब जाओ नहीं डूब सकते तो गाना सुन लो बट दे आर अमेजिंग एंड थैंक यू गाइस फॉर गिविंग अस योर टाइम प्लेजर टू बी मैन मैन गुड टू जॉइन यू गाइस तो रिजू जी सबसे पहले लेट्स स्टार्ट विद योर लेटेस्ट सॉन्ग द नैपच्यून मर्डर्स इट्स सो हॉन्टिंगली ब्यूटिफुल and that's the i think in my head that's a perfect description it's so hauntingly beautiful how did it come about aur pehli baat aise gaane banane ka socha kaise kya problem thi hai kya zindagi mein issue hai batao hame so uh, basically uh, uh, i uh, when the band started in 2008 the whole idea was i like horror stories i like music so how do i combine horror story and how do i combine heavy metal music with that so that was the basic uh, plot and uh, over the years we have come up with various stories so the neptune murders is the latest story in that line of things uh, so there is another band in the indian circuit called dark crypt uh, so they had invited me to write some guest uh, lyrics for them and uh, it was about a serial killer and i had a lot of fun writing that uh, thing but i had to play according to their rules so i was like why don't i write another story about a serial killer according to my rules and uh, this one so this is a guy who is influenced by the roman god of uh, uh, the sea yeah. neptune uh, but, and he thinks that he has to appease this god by bringing dead bodies of women and dumping them into the sea so uh, that is the entire thing the only problem is he also likes to pull cheeks so he so he is a cheek collector uh, so yeah like very sweet love story as you can tell bilkul oi oi choi 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 nahi yaar bahut ganda tha please carry on so yeah that's pretty much it and uh, uh, very honestly uh, the entire idea came to life and it became a lot more obvious when varun came into the picture because i had basic ideas in my head and varun put everything together he introduced the idea of a dating app a serial killer using a dating app to find his victims which was <laughs> something i didn't think of at least <laughs> so uh so you i the idea of this cheek pulling come from uh okay so i am a huge fan of stephen king and what uh, stephen king does is uh, he takes something very innocent 
and he ruins it for the rest of the world so for example <laughs> uh kujo kujo is about dogs and hmm. people generally love dogs but stephen king took the idea of it and made it into a monster dog like one of the <laughs> scariest things ever uh same with it everybody knows it yeah clowns were not as scary as they are oh. like thought of right now until it came along so cheek pulling is even more innocent i wanted my i wanted to ruin something for the world and <laughs> <laughs> cheek pulling came along बच्चे मतलब ठीक है यू रूइंड चीक पुलिंग फॉर मी ठीक है मुझे लगता है गर्लफ्रेंड का चीक पुल करें उसको मार डालें चलो ठीक है कोई बात वरुण हाउ डिड यू फिगर इन द पिक्चर लाइक ऑब्वियसली यू मेड द होल वीडियो एंड एवरीथिंग बट एक बेसिक थीम है इट्स द होल व्हेन लुकिंग एट द वीडियो फॉर अ लेमैन लाइक मी हु हैज नो आईडिया अबाउट आई एम जस्ट अ कंज्यूमर ऑफ द मीडिया so it felt very retro it felt very 80s very 90s sort of thriller jaise videos hoti hain right. 70s ka so that's very interesting in an animated video of especially of this kind so how did that come into your head actually uh, i was not even supposed to make this video so it came to me as a as a last minute sort of uh, approach uh, vinith sharma one more uh, of our uh, seen friends uh, and an artist he was going to work on it and he had already set the tone for this uh, with his artwork you know like uh, he had already created something which looked uh, very much uh, old school retro sort of mm. and then when riju and bitro uh, spoke to me about making this video uh, their whole brief was basically uh, it has to obviously be uh, old school it has to resonate with you know uh, the, the old school sort of sound and everything uh but my whole take to it was uh when i listened to the music and you know the lyrics uh, and everything it only somehow it just took me back to the old nes uh, era games and all that because uh those had a really creepy vibe for some reason <laughs> even though they were not really high res or anything mm. uh they they had that whole uh, you know pixelated art and everything but they still looked really uh, they had that sort of a uh, noir sort of स्पूकीडियो So yeah I mean uh, and I had uh, previously worked on uh, small bits of comics for you know some other projects and everything so it was right up my alley I just I I wanted to uh, put that whole look into a video also so yeah so that's that's how it came about all right and uh, Varun just uh, since you are the vocalist of Carnage Incorporated you've been in this niche musical industry for so long when you when you heard the song for the first time tab kaisa yeah. laga tha just as someone listening as a consumer of that yeah. medium so i've listened to albatross for quite some time i mean uh, when we weren't even a band these guys were still out there playing and uh, you know like the first time i heard their music it was i was it was not something that i i was very well versed with because you know the 
Bipro uh, has these really uh, standout vocals. Okay, yeah. like they they can go from everything to just uh, operatic to the devilish sort of uh, shrieking. Yep, yep. So when I've heard that, when I heard that first time, it was like you know I was only floored by the vocals. I was like, wow, this is amazing. But now when I listen to Nepal Murders, uh, obviously still impressed by the vocals. <laughs> But then the, the the second thing that impressed me so much was how well structured the entire song was and uh, obviously as i discussed on a facebook thread also recently uh, rajus bass lines were really good on that and the tone overall uh, the guitar licks and the rhythm uh, all of that just fixed together in that song and i think it it's probably the best structured song in my opinion uh, from albatross yeah oh amazing yeah uh, so rajju tell me one thing since you said that uh, you started your band in 2008 so from 2008 to 2021 uh how do you think your music has evolved in what ways you think you have learned about you know being in this industry what have you learned uh, being into this niche segment of music because there're not uh, many people playing metal in india so uh, how do you think this has evolved uh so i mean we knew at the start and something we know even now is that we are never going to earn a living from it uh, this is not what we do for a living uh, in fact i mean I that i would have asked that question actually <laughs> <laughs> no no this is not what we do for a living at all um and uh, the thing is it was easier back in 2008 when cds and stuff were still selling obviously i mean even discounting the pandemic the pandemic has ruined everything there are no shows there are no avenues to even sell merchandise and stuff like that so the the last one and a half years have been horrible but uh, i i mean we have gone from the cd era to the digital download era to the streaming era and our earnings have considerably you know declined like that so that has been the biggest learning so uh, honestly but uh, Uh, you know i mean uh, if you talk about the creative aspect of it when the band started it was solely my project it was completely my vision it was every, like it was exactly the kind of music that i would want to put out into the world uh, it, it was my solo project but then i mean all the members came together it became a proper lineup uh, these days i don't even write the music i just write the lyrics and i give an overall direction to the guys i used to write the music i used to do everything back in the day mm-hmm. so it's fun it's a lot more fun right now actually uh, like it's more collaborative it's definitely more i think fun more talents me. coming into one picture absolutely absolutely but it's also uh, like uh, again to become pessimistic it's been very difficult over the years to retain a lineup because again like you said uh, like i said there's no future monetarily in this kind of music so it's like a side project for everyone and like people have come people have gone so yeah that's been a big hurdle for us um carnage has been very blessed in that sense because i don't think we have had too many lineup changes right? <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean uh, blessed is a <laughs> is not maybe the right word but yeah i mean uh, we've always stuck to uh, the, like the four people who started uh, i think six or seven years back yeah that's mm-hmm. that's the lineup we've stuck to the only mm-hmm. recent change we had was with our bassist uh, and he also joined about uh, four years back 
So yeah, I mean, we've never had lineup changes, but that's also probably because uh, I don't think a lot of uh, good musicians will want to play with. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we 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 sort of uh, look at the band as uh, you know like a group of brothers and friends. So yeah, I mean, we are very tight uh, that way. But yeah, it it just flows through with the uh, music making process and everything. So I I yeah, then I am sort of blessed. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense how's the fa- yeah. fan base like because uh, i know few metal heads they love their bands and uh, to be completely amazed by that like i'm a rock fan i follow so many bands but the sort of dedication i see in them for the bands they follow like the pagal ho tum log kya but it's 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 quite humbling to me to see they being so dedicated to their bands so what do you guys think about your own individual fan bases as bands unse over the years how much love or support you have received uh, i mean honestly it's i know how every song is born right it comes to me like in in the bedroom or in the bathroom like the first idea comes oh. so from going from there to going in front of hundreds of people and playing it and them actually appreciating it i still have to pinch myself every time something like that happens uh it's unbelievable because i mean uh, like you guys touched upon like our music in particular is so niche that the fact that there is a fan base for horror themed heavy metal is like mind blowing absolutely mind blowing man and uh, the fact that they have stuck around for such a long time is again Uh, th- like i said through the cd era to the download <laughs> Down era and streaming era, era. Ah. <laughs> so yeah man uh, you feel the same way varun yeah yeah i think i think i would uh, totally second riju uh, because it, i i feel like it's a it's a great thing that so many of the fans that we started off with for example i think uh, riju's from a like he's seen the cd Uh, boom sort of era we we didn't uh, we hadn't started playing by then mm. uh, when carnage was born it was much more like of the digital download soundcloud space so whatever fa- fans we made was uh, mainly by playing in colleges like we played for competitions yep. so a lot of those fans have still somehow uh, remembered us after they have you know graduated gone off to uh, you know countries abroad and stuff like that So yeah they still do remember us they still buy merch from us they still buy the music they still stream it maybe so that's something that uh, is very uh, I'm I'm really grateful for that uh, yeah it's not a, it's not a huge fan base but I would say it's probably one of the uh, most uh, I would say relevant fan bases of all time for any any sort of music genre right yeah, enough um so riju when you say that i mean the two of you when your band started like which was band started like way back like 2008 or way back and yours uh, started 6 7 years back back then indie music did was kind of in a slow pace like you know not many people were able to uh, to get their music out and even music wasn't considered to be like a profession 
how did your families and you know how did they react to this entire idea of making a band and getting into music like how was it for you for both of you i mean i started uh, so albatross was my third band uh, okay. so i started in 2003 or 4 actually so i was in a band called old monks back in the day uh which went to uh, then we had some kind of success i was in a band called workshop which was semi semi successful uh but i wasn't as much into the music as albatross and my current my other band that i'm in right now primitive so uh, mm-hmm. like we have seen it so it's been a part i mean i still have like my mom saying when are you going to grow out of this but uh i mean it's been so many years now it's been half my life that i've been doing this so yeah <laughs> i think uh her attempts to get me out of this will be unsuccessful at this point but uh, yeah I, i i mean while i say this while i joke about this obviously without the support of uh, my mom and my dad who passed away recently uh, none of this would have happened so yeah i uh, honestly and uh, um, like i i think varun will also echo this the fact that we have been able to maintain a life outside of this space where we can actually earn a living and stuff uh, and also pursue this is probably a source of consolation for them that like they are not completely going yeah. astray yeah that's that's totally right because uh, when we started off Uh, even going to rehearse at jam room spaces and stuff uh, that was also very uh, odd for them because uh, they didn't understand that they like you know when i should tell them that i have to go and practice with another member at this space and i need to pay for it <laughs> that's something that, that was very <laughs> odd for them that they were like why can't you just do it at your home like just play guitar at your home and get better and then go and uh, earn through it i was like no that's not how it happens i have to rehearse with my band and everything uh but over the years yeah like vijay said it wouldn't be possible if uh, you know the parents and friends and people around us uh, hadn't supported us so much because uh, eventually you need that sort of uh, backing uh, if you have to uh, you know balance your career and balance this uh, music making process and everything so i i think you you need to have a a home which is not going to always be uh, negative about it and pessimistic about it so yeah they have supported us also like yeah that started obviously little later in the uh, the, the duration of the band but that's fine i mean it's still it's still uh, a good a good place to be in right now yeah hmm. enough yeah what's your most memorable performances for albatross as a member of albatross and as a member of carnage incorporated like obviously a lot of performances would be there i'm pretty sure but one thing one performance that would be from the top of your head and you would like yeah that was just phenomenal what we did there i think you like my answer uh, it was when we played in melbourne for the first time i know Kab you're being a bhaiya uh 2013 acha chalo 2013 mein chhod gaya thoda sa time so we did melbourne sydney and wollongong Okay yeah so, oh that's amazing that's a good circuit definitely and like i said i mean it's hard to believe that people would be into our music and i don't know how it will come across it probably sound very weird 
But the fact that so like a packed house of white people was into our music was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, uh, that, 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 that was like extraordinary. And uh, that and on the other end of the spectrum, uh, we played in Surat, where we where I mean, and I I I, I don't know to put it. Uh, like come across as judgmental but there were a lot of people like women in sarees and uh, like people in kurta pajama and stuff like that in the audience and uh, like there were non-metal bands that played before us who were great and these guys appreciated that but when we got on stage I remember the entire yeah. crowd they left and black t-shirt and jeans wale people they came in front. So <laughs> that was insane that, was, that is a visual that I can't Okay. <laughs> oh, but saying that when you were talking about Melbourne and a lot of white folks coming on I, I'm not surprised uh, Aussies love their rock and metal music like anything they are mad for it just one of the band ACDC being an Aussie band they'll die for their music so I'm not amazed that you got such an amazing reception from these guys here what about you Varun yeah I think uh our last, or rather our last and the first tour that we did, uh, which was about four cities in India, uh, that was something that, you know, changed my perception towards uh, the live crowd and everything. Because before that, we had only played, uh, you know, in Mumbai or Pune or Nashik. So, very close quarters, right? So, uh, the moment we stepped foot in uh, Kochi or Hyderabad and played to a different audience, which we had no clue about. Like, I, I know it's uh, you know, Raju would also agree on this. Uh, because when you're making music in your city and, you know, especially music, which is like metal and putting it out there, you don't really know how, what kind of people it's reaching out and, you know, how they are reacting to it and everything. But when you look at them live and in a different city, people who don't speak your language uh, also, I mean, yep, yep, yep. here in Mumbai, it's like a mix of Hindi, Marathi, English and everything. Mm. And those guys don't speak any of that. Well, probably English though. But yeah, the, the moment we started playing our songs and the way they reacted, uh, that was a totally different sort of energy and a, a great feeling also because you look at them just, you know, going crazy on your songs. Uh, it's, it's obviously like a very uh, good gratification uh, that you receive when, when you've been making this for so many years. So yeah, the, the moment we reached Kochi and Hyderabad and we played those songs in Bangalore also, uh, the, the reaction which which showed that they knew the songs, uh, they sang along, they screamed along. Just a sec. Yeah, that was a great. Uh... Okay, something is wrong. Good. Yeah, that was that was a great feeling to just you know have them uh, sing along and participate in the entire process of that live show. So, yeah, I would say that was that was the most memorable uh, gig of us, yes. Delhi, Haryana, Ajate. Delhi, Haryana, I don't know. We've been trying to go to the north side of India, obviously. Jokes about Brittany. No, if we don't talk, we'll give you. But jokes apart, you'd find a huge, huge fan base in Delhi and Gurgaon and Noida, Noida ka bhi mein bolunga. there are a lot of Noida haters, I know. But this north area, you'd find a lot of fans, I can assure you. There's a huge undercurrent of fans that you'd be amazed, would be listening to your music. So do come up north. 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we, I mean, for sure, in the future, when this, when these things... Uh, पेंडेमिक चला जाएगा हाँ वैक्सीन लग जाएगी दुनिया अच्छी हो जाएगी तब सोचेंगे you know this specifically with the genre like horror and uh, you know horror and metal together like uh, what was the what was the thing that kept you going like just in this it in this sort of genre because we see musicians you know transforming their music from one genre to the other but you happened to stick to what you were doing what was the motivating point there the fact that uh, the horror genre so to speak is so vast i i mean it's not just haunted houses you can talk about i mean before the interview i know you guys mentioned juggle at the clown so you can go from a psychotic uh, clown to a serial killing cheek puller <laughs> to you know uh, a, a town that is infested by flies which are haunted in their own right to an album about cannibalism they these are different stories and uh, I, i mean i i know varun touched upon this also that old school retro feel we in each one of our songs it's uh, the objective is to make it make everything sound different so for example the old school feel we try to replicate create that in the music also so there is a swing and a waltz kind of vibe even though it's a metal song uh juggle at the clown there is a part which is very uh, i don't know almost like circusy kind of part in the song right. those are things that we try to do constantly to make the music fair enough uh rishu and varun both like uh what's the future going to look like the next one year two years musically speaking <laughs> your last album varun uh, the carnage <coughs> came out i think 2018 19 19 19 yeah, yeah. and rishu your is like 2021 the latest single so in 1 2 3 musically kya aur plan kiya hai release karne ka it's gone or just gonna compile one album and release it in the next two or three years man like i tell you what we had huge plans and uh, i mean uh, so kudos to varun because he stepped in when i was at my lowest like uh, a lot of tragedies happened in my family you guys know that uh, yeah, that was happening yep. so that is when varun stepped in and he got it right in the first uh, attempt itself so we can make all kinds of plans but we don't know what the future really holds yeah, i mean sure. yeah but honestly if, like we want to keep this going as long as it is possible and we want to put out music as long as we are inspired to do so obviously there is a kind of like if we have a whatsapp chat with all of the members and everybody can't die to you know meet up and jam again and play on stage again it's been way too long it's been one and a half years that we haven't gotten the chance to do that yeah. so yeah i i mean fingers crossed hoping for the best what about you varun what do you think yeah yeah i i uh, i would uh, once again say it's the same as uh, what rajesh is saying uh, i don't think it's uh, it's really great right now either uh, 
because uh, i mean we try to uh, try to make songs and stuff when when the the second wave hadn't happened we had tried to meet up a little uh, create some music but uh, since we are old school in the actual <laughs> terms uh, because you know we don't really we we can't really uh, make music uh, when we are not together in one room yeah. uh, that's that's how we've always uh, created songs that's how we've always made music which actually resonated with all four of us uh, right now the situation is like you know if i make a riff here sitting at home and i record it and i send it to the band uh, they might say yeah it's a great riff and everything but they can't actually uh, respond with their uh, instruments because they can't, like two of them uh, don't even have systems which uh, you know they can record and stuff so yeah it's it's sort of uh, i would say uncertain right now uh, till till things open up i don't think we have any plans to put out any music um but yeah once we can jam and rehearse again uh, for sure there'll be there'll be some sort of uh, music again I, I, we are looking at an ep mostly because uh, the the whole covid wave uh, started when we were just you know starting to promote uh, our last album cannabis oh, yeah. yep. and uh, we had we had like uh, about four to five cities planned to play in, in india but everything fell apart because we just we just ended up playing in hyderabad which was a great experience and great gig but uh, post that we couldn't make any of the other cities because anyways uh, the promoters were not ready to do that and uh, air travel also uh, was, was not really yeah yeah it's not fluid or anything so uh, that that stopped over there so we thought you know let's come back with a bigger sort of way by coming out with the nepi instead of one song uh, but let's see i mean if we do uh, sort of like an appetizer <laughs> if things open and if we have the energy to just you know put in a quick one song then we yeah. might we might just do that yeah, yeah. that would be all amazing right. guys that would be amazing and with that we are all out of time thank you thank you thank you so much for being with us coming here or rather sitting there and talking to us <laughs> and it was just an amazing experience and we look forward to being in your concerts and listening to your new music sooner than later and please all the people who are listening to us please please do follow and love albert ross as well as carnage incorporated it's an amazing they are amazing bands but more than that they are just amazing human beings because they have been following something that they love so profoundly for so long to izzat karo nalaiko follow kar lo kuch acche karm milenge tumhe bhagwan se and please do follow us as well on instagram at indiepotly as well as listening to our podcast free wherever you can spotify most likely but again thank you so much guys and thank we'll talk so to much, you soon guys. thank you so much yeah great interview. yeah it was a great time dude thanks thanks